quite quickly. The subconscious brain, on the other hand, is a more efficient machine. It is adept at looking for patterns and similarities in what we are experiencing now compared to what we've experienced before. If something looks like a close enough fit to something from the past, the subconscious assumes they are the same and therefore directs our behaviour accordingly so that we respond in the same way as we did last time. So, if we have noticed that the kitchen door no longer shuts as it should, when we are carrying two glasses of wine out and we don't hear the tell-tale click of the latch, our heel automatically taps it in just the right place at just the right pressure to close it perfectly. Sweet! This takes no thought and that is the beauty of autopilot. It is a brilliantly efficient process that saves no end of effort and is absolutely necessary for us to function. We cannot consciously deal with every detail of our lives. If we had to do so, we would be exhausted. Just think how hard it is to learn a new language or an instrument, or even drive a car for the very first time. When we are carrying out menial tasks, things that are habitual or things that we have practiced often enough for them to feel natural, then the subconscious is rather wonderful at conserving resources for use when we do things that are more taxing. The subconscious thinks faster and more automatically than the conscious brain, which is why people who play tennis or the glockenspiel brilliantly have it to thank. They have practiced to the point that the subconscious takes over and does a much better job than the slower conscious thinking. It's undoubtedly an exceptional performer in those situations, and it's important to make that distinction. The challenge is that the subconscious has no off switch. As we tend to live lives of habit with ingrained routines, most of what we do is stuff we've done before, and therefore autopilot becomes the default mode of existence. If we were a tennis player, that might not be a bad thing. But most of us don't spend all our time on a tennis court. Life is more complex than that. We therefore need to manufacture a better balance between the two systems of our brains. It is impossible to quantify what the right balance should be, or indeed the capacities of the conscious to run more of the show. But most of us know instinctively that if we can become a bit more awake, and liberated from autopilot every day, it can make a huge difference to how we live our lives. The Caveman Brain The human brain hasn't evolved a great deal over the last 50,000 years, and we retain, today, survival instincts designed to protect us from prehistoric dangers, such as beasties wanting to eat us, rather than the perils of modern living. To survive, we developed a mechanism within our brains that would spot potential dangers instantly and react to them immediately. It served us well back then, as the faster we reacted to even the vaguest of threats, the better chance we had of survival. Being fearful was therefore a key factor in your genes procreation. So over time, it became integral to humanity's DNA. Those hazards are now long gone and yet most of us still exhibit an instinctive aversion to risk. It's part of who we are. 
When we are on autopilot, we don't question that negativity bias. We just obey it. The caveman brain is hardwired to be wary of anything new and different, or anything that challenges our identity and what we know to have worked in the past. The caveman likes things to stay the same. Of course, the caveman is only trying to help us. He is trying to keep us safe. He will never go away as he is part of our design. However, we can learn how to listen to him and respond rationally rather than obey him unthinkingly. When we notice him producing a fear response, pumping us full of adrenaline to encourage a fight, flight or freeze response, we can stop, breathe and ask, what is really threatening about this situation? Often